Dave is the OP's friend, or more accurately, ex-friend, who told the OP that he couldn't be around her because she was a bad influence in Dave's life. This was obviously very hurtful to the OP because they had a long shared history together. They went to grad school together. They had a bunch of good memories together. But now... Years later, after telling the OP that she was a bad influence in his family's life and didn't want her involved, Dave is asking to move his entire five-person family into the OP's house because their water heater supposedly broke. It turns out that the water heater was never broken at all because there was never a water heater to begin with. Dave's actual plan was finally about to be revealed. So here's what happened next. First off, his wife is named Shelly. Shelly's a school teacher in the city and because of that and that the kids are back in school, they really need to stay in the city. But their only other options now for free housing are Dave's brother who lives about two hours away and Shelly's parents who live about six hours away. Neither is a good option for Dave and Shelly's jobs or their kids getting to in-person classes. So Dave and family needed housing ASAP and booked a hotel. They're really upset about it because their kids are loud and the hotel staff is harping on them to be quieter. Dave and Shelly complain about how they hate living out of a hotel, how it is unfair that they can't get a house with all the money they have. To be clear, they have more than enough money to skate on living in a hotel, which is still way pricier than renting an apartment. Dave likes the idea of the hotel because it's not signing a lease. They can leave anytime and they have maid service. Shelly goes all, poor me, because she says that the kids are so sad that they don't have a backyard to play in. How being in a hotel doesn't let the kids be kids. Here's a slight segue. Allison goes back in Shelly's post and finds a situation in which she and a gaggle of her friends are talking not so nicely about me. It's a situation that happened at the start of the pandemic. It was back when people started to freak out and buy all the toilet paper. People also bought a lot of food things before they could be restocked because of panic buying. A person I used to go to graduate school with and was friends with got in touch with me to ask how I was holding up. I thought she was contacting me to offer support and be nice. Her motivation was to get me to give her my food. I've had a chest freezer and a wall stock pantry for a long time. Having a working pantry is something that got passed on to me from my Oma, which is my grandma, who survived World War II. My mom did it and now I do it. Well, this friend who was seemingly sweet to me knows I have a decent amount of food. She said she needs me to give her some of my food because I don't have any kids to feed. She said her kid is a picky eater and I probably have a bunch of frozen chicken to spare. I was impressed by the audacity and told her that if she was desperate for food, that there is a food bank to go to. I am not going to just give her my food because her son is picky and only eats her homemade chicken nuggets. It's not a food shortage, it's panic buying. If she gets to the grocery store early in the morning midweek when they typically restock, she'll easily get chicken. She told me that I'm selfish. Apparently, she took this to social media to talk behind my back with others who were spouses of grad school friends. So, with that in mind, back to Shelly's post. Shelly supports the woman who tried to get me to give her my frozen chicken. Shelly also considers me selfish for not helping out a mother. She says it's really weird for me to keep so much food around when it's only me, that I obviously have problems. If you guess the you're a bad influence must have been a seed planted by Dave's wife, I think you are correct. When Laura posted about my generosity of them staying a couple of days before they found a long-term hotel situation while Kate was hospitalized, there was some comments made by Shelly about how nice it was for me to do that, sweet as can be, and that my home looked amazing. This web of friendships is seemingly 
complex, but basically it's a lot of people who knew each other from grad school. Grad school was tough and we all let off steam by organizing vacations before most of us were married or had kids yet. I always invited my close college friends who stayed in the state to the group vacations where we'd all pitch in and rent out lake houses or cabins at ski resorts. Again, recent posts have Shelly going all, poor me, because she says that the kids are so sad that they don't have a backyard to play in. How being in a hotel doesn't let the kids be kids. Then there's a weird Shelly post two days ago that sounds like her family has found a place that's so cute and her kids will be able to get out of the hotel situation. She says it has a great kitchen for her kids. Q, Dave texting me yesterday asking me after no contact for three years that he has broken a water heater and needs me to take in his family for a few days while it gets fixed. Well, obviously at this point you all know that I told him no. Well, well, well. My friends see that Dave and Shelly have made some passive aggressive comments on social media this morning. How society is terrible nowadays when friends renege on their offer of helping families with kids in a tough situation. Shelly says her cute home situation fell through. She gets a bunch of sympathy from her Karen friends. She says her kids are so disappointed. I think this is probably when Allison asked for my screen grabs of Dave's so-called water heater sob story. Allison goes on a tear and post slash share screen grabs of Dave's water heater lie. She and Laura start calling them out. They share the truth that Dave and Shelly did not have a new housing situation lined up. They were trying to get in my home by lying about a broken water heater that I had never agreed to having them stay in my home. Laura called them huge jerks for trying to take advantage of me. Allison went wild about the situation from three years ago. My real friends like Allison were very much there for me while people like Dave were like, yeah, I don't care. Plus you're a bad influence on my family. Allison let everyone know about Dave calling me a bad influence on his family for my child-free lifestyle and how he's pathetic thinking he can walk back into someone's life who he insulted. Allison is also child-free herself. People told Dave off for being super mean and now wanting favors. It is apparently snowballed into people calling him super cheap and a leech. The people who let his family stay with them during the last six months came out of the woodwork to lay into him. One person described how dirty Dave's family was and how it was insane how much extra cleaning they had to do. That his kids had no manners. They terrorized their dogs and it was awesome when they finally left. People expressed anger that they were trying to pull one on me and then tried to make me out to be the bad guy on social media. There were people that I hadn't talked to in a long time who told him that I was a good person, how I helped them in grad school for random things and that I didn't deserve this, which was really nice to hear. Some related how I've helped people get jobs, something more than Dave has ever done. I'm very involved in the grad school networking community and I like sharing job opportunities and wisdom about finding scientific jobs and mentoring. Dave's own brother said that he was disgusted by this behavior. He remembered how much I helped when their mom passed away. He said their mom would be rolling in her grave if she knew how he was treating people. My sister ended up getting me to Zoom with her and screen shared her monitor to show me what the hoopla looked like. Maybe this is why I never actually got a single message from anyone about not letting a family into my home. I was expecting flying monkeys. I never got them. But my God, the schadenfreude. Dave told me he was going to put me on blast on Facebook and ends up blasted himself. How stupid. How incredibly stupid. I had the text of him lying about that water heater. He must have thought since I wasn't on social media that I'd never be able to tell the others he was lying about a water heater or know that he was currently enjoying hot hotel water. I feel like I dodged a nuclear tipped missile. I had to pour myself a drink after 
work and really think about all of this. After thinking about it and considering all the context, I believe Dave and Shelley were going to try and squat in my house. He did go off when I mentioned the seven day rule where people get tenant rights in our states. I knew it was fishy. I'm thinking he was a cheap guy who didn't want to pay more money for a hotel. He still didn't want to find an apartment. He had exhausted all in-city free housing opportunities with friends. I was a last-ditch effort. His wife peripherally knew that I was amenable to guests. She also knew my home was nice and that I had a ton of food for her kids to eat. They had a reputation already for eating people out of their house and home. If they stayed with me for a week, they'd be tenants and I'd have to spend time kicking them out. With the courts as they are, it probably would have taken months to evict them. Much easier to run a scam on a single person and push them out of their own home than try and do the same thing with his real friends who already have kids and not a lot of ample space. He was only looking for free housing so he'd be able to put every penny he had into his goal of buying a four plus bedroom house with all the money he got from the sale of his old home. I don't know for certain but that's what makes sense. So I sent him one last text. I unblocked him and I sent him this before re-blocking his number. Hey Dave, so I found out you were lying about that water heater. You don't even have a water heater. You're living in a hotel while sitting on a huge pile of cash from selling your old home. I think it's really awful of you for lying to me and trying to get into my home to leech off of me, especially because you destroyed our friendship when you called me a bad influence on your family. I didn't tell you back then, but I'm telling you now that you are trash. Your mother would be ashamed of you. I see it's all a projection because you are the bad influence, not only on my life, but on the lives of others. If you really believe that I was a bad influence, you never would have tried to get your family into my home this week. But if you still think I'm some sort of bad influence, then you don't have to worry about me helping you out or granting any sort of favor in the future. I'm going to keep my bad influence far, far away from your family. Oh, and Shelly sounds like she's become a real treat. The last thing I will do for you because I'm not a monster is to say that you need to do your duty as a husband and a father and pay to get a stable apartment for your family. Stop playing these freeloader games. Here's a link to our local Craigslist housing page. I'm sure you'll find something. Oh, and hope to see you at the next non-Zoom alumni event. I'm sure it'll be great to catch up in person. So it's done. I said my piece. As many other people pointed out, something else really was going on. It wasn't as straightforward as it sounded. I feel really sick right now how someone could think about doing this to me. Also, feeling kind of sick thinking about the idea of letting them into my home. That would have been a nightmare. There's actually one final update to this whole situation, fast forwarding way into the future. I thought many of you would like to hear this small update. I hosted a small child-free Friendsgiving and some people who have social media posted pictures of the food spread on social media on Facebook. My Friendsgiving was for people who weren't able to see their family for Thanksgiving, don't have a family, or don't like their family. There was merriment, music, cats in laps, cards against humanity, and food babies. On someone's post of the spread, I was told Dave came into that thread and wrote how upset he was. Why was he upset? Because I let people into my home, but I couldn't let his family into my home. Cue the eye rolling that would qualify as cardio training. He tried to say that I was a bad person for reneging on hosting his family in my home and that they are still stuck in their hotel situation. How they don't have a real home to be in for the holidays. This guy. So I was told people chimed in and put him in his place in various ways. First off, I never offered or allowed them into my home. He used a big lie about a broken water heater to get access to my home. Secondly, his kids weren't stuck in a hotel room for Thanksgiving. He posted pictures of them at his wife's parents' place where they all went. And thirdly, someone brought up that he had been in 
insulting me for years behind my back and why would someone who was a target of his insults want him in their house? Apparently he's still going on to anyone who hears his screaming in the void how I was a terrible person for not taking in his family during their time of need. His wife is calling me a stupid bee who doesn't know what it means to be a mother. How, if I was a mother, would I be a better person? She hates that I have a home to myself and how having a Friendsgiving and letting other people into my home is just increasing the pain that I've caused them. Both Dave and her think that I had a Friendsgiving on purpose to spite them and rub it in their faces that I have my own cozy home during the holidays. Yes, this is exactly the kind of stuff that gets you invited into other people's homes. You know how people love to hear how they're stupid bees. The whole water heater lie situation was discussed at Friendsgiving. Some people saw some of the social media fallout and were like, WTH? Everyone has been like, what is wrong with Dave? The consensus is that Dave can't be handled being told no. He's a 39-year-old guy who was just always able to get his own way. He found a wife who was like him and it has made him worse personality-wise. It's not necessarily the house situation, it's more that he was called out. He's deflecting his own embarrassment and doubling down. He refuses to acknowledge that he lied and tried to manipulate someone. I also just learned the term vague booking. He's using his social media to vague book about child-free people being terrible people and how they, quote, hate kids and want them to suffer during the holidays. Apparently, he's still refusing to just get an apartment with his pile of money from his house sale. Friends have said that people are telling him to cut the crap and focus on his family rather than spending the energy complaining about the mess he got into by lying. He's just spamming their posts with tales of woe. My petty side wants to unblock him and issue another text telling him that his actions towards me over social media have not gone unnoticed by many people. I don't know whether I need to tell him to cut it out or I'm going to have to pursue some sort of harassment suit. Frankly, I have no idea about the law regarding this and if it meets a standard of slander to libel. My brind and berry glass turkey must have looked pretty good to set Dave off like that, like an overheating water heater. It looks like the vast majority of the advice is to keep Dave blocked and not engage. Just let friends silently screen grab anything pertinent to me that is mean or defamatory. Dave probably wants a reaction so I won't give him the satisfaction. But what do you think I should do? So going way back to the very beginning, the OP was actually suspicious about Dave's whole story because the OP thought that water heaters shouldn't be broken that long. But when I first heard that, I didn't think anything really was suspicious about it because I have heard of situations and been in situations where a water heater has stayed broken for a while, not because they take a long time to fix necessarily, but sometimes it's just hard to get somebody to come out and check it out if you don't know how to fix it yourself. But in this case, the OP's intuition was completely correct. Not only did she call that whole water heater situation to be phony, but also assumed that Dave had something else up his sleeve. And if he was really trying to get in in order to occupy her house via tenancy laws, that is wild. I've heard some crazy horror stories about Airbnbs being in situations like this. And maybe we'll do some of those stories in the future if you guys are up for that. Having to deal with that situation would be horrible. How are you going to physically remove five people from your house when you're the only one there and you have no backup unless your friends come to help you? And then it turns into a huge altercation. That seems like a real recipe for disaster. I'm assuming what they probably would have done, Dave and his family, is that they would just stay there for a year or more waiting for the housing market to go down and being able to live for free. Or maybe they just would have tried to stay there forever and then bought the house, rented it out, made all the money and then continued to live there for free in their house until karma came to hit them and somebody did that to them in their house that they bought. It's good to hear that the OP has enough friends in her life that she's able to have people look out for her on social media to let her know what's going on or to know enough about the situation to actually give her the information she needed. Otherwise, she might not have been able to figure out what Dave was up to this entire time and what the real plan was. I'm kind of curious what Dave 
would have said back to her if she hadn't blocked him when she sent him that original text message. But if you were in this situation, would you have handled like the OP or would you have done something different? Let me know down below and make sure to subscribe with notifications turned on. Check out the playlist at the top of the description to hear the next story. And if you're a streamer, use the copyright free music link down below on your next streams. But either way, thanks a lot for watching guys and I'll see you next time.